Alright, what's up people? It's Tuan. Recording my uh, first podcast. Um, basically, the point of this podcast is to... I don't know, I guess just get your thoughts out. Um, there's a, uh, a, a... A lot that goes on... With... Uh, poker... I think the game is just constantly changing, evolving, and all kind of things. So, I think uh, I'm gonna start these podcasts. I'm probably gonna drop like one a week, and uh, just see where it goes from there. Um, yeah. So, if you guys have any topics or anything you want to discuss, you know, I guess we can talk about that. Um, I guess for this first podcast, uh, I'll go over. Um, First tournament of 2019, uh, 25k guarantee at Lions Poker Club, Poker Palace. Excuse me, Lions Poker Palace. Gotta get that right. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, we were staked in that tournament. And when I say we, I mean us, the audience, everybody that's joining in. Um, you know, uh, I will hope that you're rooting for me to win. <laughs> Um, and be successful in life um, if not then we're not weed it's I but um, I, you know when I say we that's what I mean but anyways so we got stayed we entered the tournament uh, with two bullets and um, pretty much in the first part of the tournament we were mentally focused and ready um, I have been playing a lot online uh, so my patience was there uh, my ranges were in order pretty much just started playing and just was card dead early on um it was kind of disturbing too because a lot of the hands that i was folding would have won and with the type of aggression these guys have i would have picked up some pretty sizable pots early on um almost to i probably would have tripled up um very early like in the first two levels starting stack was 30k after all the bonuses and stuff so um that's a pretty significant amount of chips um for a tournament um to triple up in the first two levels um like that that's a lot of chips that means the players are playing very aggressive and they don't have very good betting habits um so uh and i kind of knew that going in i made an actual youtube video on that so um i kind of already had that understanding which is why my range was very high um i mainly was sticking with um uh, sixes plus um through uh king queen suited king jack suited in position um and then of course ace kings ace king suited and then all pairs from uh jacks tens i mean jacks queens kings and aces um opening uh, out of position with aces kings uh ace king off ace king suited and um uh queens occasionally um and some king queen suited depending on how tight the uh, table was playing and um how many chips i've had so um pretty tight range there and it it was mainly to protect myself against um 
their ranges are very wide so um there's uh, a few situations where uh, i noticed players you know calling very light and after a while i started picking up on some tails and some reads and i decided to start playing back at them um one of the pots i don't have the hands i don't remember the hand but uh, one of the guys ended the uh, the second seat table the second seat um on our table is uh who i'm i had a most of my runnings with at my table i only played a couple of hands um and the ones i lost was to him um so basically um the first go round i opened uh, i think i have queen jack suited uh, i opened from um i think i was in middle position and he calls and uh we see a flop and the flop i had um drawing out so i believe it was a ace high flop or a king high flop at any rate uh, i let out with a c bet uh he calls and we go to the turn picked up some flush outs so i let out another another bet he calls and river put out another bet and then of course he calls so um we weren't doing good on that one uh he beat us with a pair um and then after that we got involved in another hand that was really interesting um it was like a four-way pot and um uh basically i lead out into the pot after the flop is, is shown um i felt like the flop fit my range a lot more than it did my opponent's ranges um just given the action nobody raised nobody did anything it was a wet board so um actually we all checked the flop i let out on a turn um and so the guy um in c2 calls and everybody else folds so i'm thinking okay uh it seems like he may have a weak ace um and i was fairly connected i had the jack of diamonds diamonds were on the board the diamond draw was there um the board was very well connected um tens eights um i think there was like a six um and um yeah and uh i think there was a nine out there on the turn or something like that anyways so the river comes a diamond in it's a, a straight card which completes all the draws so i go ahead and bet pretty much a pot size bet and he goes into the tank now my first initial thought was okay he's gonna piece piece this together and he's gonna give me the hand just because one, um, I didn't play a lot of hands, like I said, and I mean, it was only the one hand that we played where I tried to bluff him in. That was pretty much, you know, um, you know, I was trying to, it was obvious I was trying to buy it. I didn't really have much to uh, play with there. Um, you know, was men betting the whole time, so he just kind of called off. 
but this hand was um uniquely different so i would think that he would put me on um uh, a higher range of hands and would think that my bluffing frequency wouldn't be so consistent um so he tanks for about three minutes and then ultimately he makes a call and i see he struggled with the call it's like he really did not want to make it but i think had he not called it would have hunted him for the rest of the tournament and he did it to just satisfy his own curiosity it was like you know you gotta you know make me a believer type call which i understand i do that sometimes myself and it has uh, some important metagame to it. When you call off players' bluffs, they're less likely to buff at you again. So, um, yeah, uh, he calls with a seven, um, which was, you know, it's an amazing call actually because everything gets there. And then if I am playing an ace, my ace would have to be ace, deuce, three, four, five leaving out the six because the six would give me two pair so there's not many weaker aces there and i would have to be betting very large with either air or a second pair and the way i was playing i just i wasn't showing down with second pair or anything like that so um i'm very i very strongly believe that his logic was just you know make me a believer that's why he called i think the hand was set itself up perfectly for me in terms of how i played on my end and you know the guy just had balls and called so you know bravo to him but after that we caught some interesting um an interesting little run we pick up ace king first of all under the gun so i elect to limp because i know <laughs> this table is aggressive someone is going to raise soon the blinds are going up you know the action is moving chips are you know going across the table so i knew someone was going to raise it up and i was going to make a move so it gets around to the button and the button elects to raise so at this point i'm like okay hmm okay cool after the button big blind completes the raise and it gets back to me um i don't want to raise with ace king i don't want to call a raise with ace king i'm gonna jam so i tank jam i think about it for about 10 seconds and then i go all in with ace king off gets back to him he shrugs his shoulders big blind was so anxious he couldn't wait to get his cards in that he almost he he basically was calling before it even got to the button so um big blind goes all in he reshoves and then uh i mean the button reshoves um the original razor and then the but the big blind he goes all in so we're three-way all in and i'm up against queens from the button and pocket sixes from the big blind so we have some catching up to do luckily we flopped the ace and at this point our stack was like around seventeen thousand. so we needed that triple up we got a full triple up plus the um dead money that was in the pot so we chip up there uh, to around forty-five thousand, something like that and then um two hands after that 
we're in the big blind and um we wake up we get king queen six in the big blind and i limp in to a um, bloated pot there was a men raise and i complete uh, from the big blind and i actually flop queen six four is what comes out on a flop i'm holding queen six i check it gets around to the um button again same with punk no well not that this time it's another dude uh, the player after the um the button um he just bombs the pot for like 20k and that's like 75 percent of his stack he literally only has like It's really well. It's probably more like half of his stack because he has like 25k left. So at any rate, it's a significant amount of his stack. So he just bombs the pot for like 20k. And I go okay, interesting. So at this point, it falls to me, and I couldn't believe it. Uh, I'm like, am I really up against a set here? Is it a set of fours? Could be. Set of queens. Um. I don't see why queens would play that aggressive. I was, it could be, you know, queen jack, king queen, ace queen. Tons of possibilities, right? So, ultimately, I'm not folding, um, obviously. But I didn't want to call either. So, I thought about it, thought about it. And eventually, I made the decision to go all in. Um, there wasn't much more and for me to go all in. There wasn't much more for him to call. And thankfully, he pauses. And when he pauses, I immediately got relief because most players are going to be anxious to call and they're not going to think about this position with a set. They're just going to call, even if they have bottom set, especially in this game. Um, so when he pauses, I know I have the best hand and... I'm just hoping it's not some type of sick slow roll. But nope, he pauses, he asks for a count, and he thinks. And uh, from there, I just kind of stare at the guy like, are you serious? You know, you put half your stack in, you bomb the pot, I guess, to try to steal. Then now, you, <laughs> what did you think was going to happen if somebody had a hand? So anyways, he ends up folding, actually. So we pick up that pot, and we chip up pretty nicely. Um... Yeah, so, but, uh, so after that, we end up, uh, we have around 75K, and uh, we end up getting a table change, and this is where it all goes downhill.